This is Giving Voice. Join Kaylin Shalosky as she interviews various clubs and organizations on campus and what makes them unique and inclusive. Giving Voice, where inclusion echoes. Hello, you're listening to WMCO The Orbit. I am Kaylin Shalosky, joined today by Tiasia and Corey, who are the president and vice president of the Black Student Union on the campus of Muskegon University. Thank you both so much for being here. Um, we are going to talk today about the importance of Black History Month and the importance of having a Black Student Union on campus. So just starting right off the bat, can either of you, whoever wants to start, just tell me what the Black Student Union is? To me, the Black Student Union is an opportunity to black students and their allies to come together and form like a family. Corey? Yeah, I would say the same. It's just uh, more of an outlet for um, uh, people who want to be a part of something uh, bigger than just um, themselves or any uh, type of organization. I know a lot of high schools don't have a black student union, so why is it important to have an organization like this represented on campus? I think it's important so students can have an outlook, especially black students, to share their experiences. I think it's very important for us to all come together and talk about how it is like being at a PWI and our different ways of viewing it. Yeah, I think it's it's, uh, more of just having somewhere to go, be um, to have a family, people who you recognize, who you can relate with, and it just gets you in more of a comfort zone. So tell me more about the Black Student Union. Do you guys have regular meetings? When and where are those? Yes, we meet weekly on Thursdays at 7 p.m. in Chess 304. And I know you guys have social media, so I'll go ahead and give you a personal plug here. If you want to follow the Black Student Union on Instagram, it's the.bsu.mu on Instagram. So be sure to check them out because they have a bunch of events going on this month. And we'll get into those later. If you don't know, February is Black History Month. And I wanted to ask both of you, who you look up to that has shaped black history. This can be an icon or someone who you think is kind of an unsung hero or both. If you have more than one person, just mm-hmm. go ahead and tell me. I'll just start with you, Tiasia. Personally, I look up to, you know, black women. And that includes like Angela Davis, Coretta Scott King, but also people who aren't activists like my mom. Yeah, totally. So tell me about these activists. Like what specifically makes you look up to these people and how do you think they've helped shape black history? I think, you know, mainly just the fact that they are black women themselves and the fact that they could stand up and people could look past the fact that they are black and women, you know, back in the day and that they still could make a great change and and just like shape society today for black women in modern day. Yeah, I'm always interested to learn more about who everyone looks up to individually. Maybe not a lot of people know what Black History Month is and the importance of it. So I'll go to you, Corey. Who do you look up to, whether they're an icon or underrepresented? For me, since I'm a huge sports fan, I look up to um, Muhammad Ali. I think the things that he did and he fought for just really kind of paved the way, especially when he could he could have been making a lot more money. He could have been doing a lot more things, and he was willing to sacrifice, and I think that's what the main black leaders they do very well they're able to sacrifice and be able to uh, not think about only themselves but their people both of you being executive members of your organization tell me about your time in the black student union and how you ended up becoming a leader in this organization i'll start with you Tiasia. okay so when i was a senior in high school and i decided to commit to muskingum 
I posted my picture on like the Muskingum 20 class of 2026 page. Yeah. And the Black Student Union reached out and they followed me on Instagram. And that's when I knew that I would, you know, be a member of the Black Student Union. I was so excited to come here and see that they had an organization where black people could get together and, you know, talk about their experiences because I was a little hesitant to go to a PWI. And I fell into the role of president as a freshman. You know, we needed the spot filled. And at the time, I was only the PR chair. Mm -hmm. And our advisor thought that I was the most suitable for the position. And obviously, I was very um, anxious at first. I didn't think I could do it. But, you know, in the past year and a half, I feel like I've really grown as a person being the president. And I think I'm really used to, like, all the different, like, procedures. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I've made a lot of connections. Yeah. And what about you, Corey? Um, so I kind of, when we, I first got here, since I'm a transfer, um, when I first got here, I was very good friends with the former PR chair, uh, Sean Johnson. And he told me to just come out to the events and see how I liked it. And, you know, I just thought it was a great place to be. And I, f I felt like I could offer more and be able to uh, help lead um, the younger and the and kind of like my age and be able to just be able to relate to a lot of different people. So I thought it'd be a good role for me. Obviously, being in an executive position is an honor. So tell me what your hopes are for the members in your organization. My hopes for the members of our organization is that they will use the experiences from our meetings. So we'll talk about different terms. For example, we'll use like cultural appropriation versus appreciation. And I hope that they, you know, are educated by some of our meetings, even, you know, black or just allies and take that in further into life. Uh, just to piggyback off of her, I would say that our uh, what we want our members to get out of it is to just become leaders like us and be able to have the courage and the understanding of what they're going through or what they potentially have and to see the potential within themselves. Kind of just a, an abrupt question here. I know there's a difference between a club and an organization. So the Black Student Union is not a club. It's an organization on our campus. So tell me why that differentiation is important. I think the differentiation is important because it identifies us as being something bigger and being established. Um, I, I think it's just, like she said, it, it makes us, it makes <laughs> us bigger. It makes us um, have more stake into the community here. And that and that's very important because typically clubs, they're just they're they're not for for something bigger. They're more we're more for like the, uh, the community here of the of the black students and possible allies. We're going to take a quick break here on Giving Voice. And when we come back, we'll be joined by another guest. You're listening to Giving Voice on WMCO. Sometimes we may act like the hare, trying to get things done quickly, acting carelessly or recklessly. Other times, we might act more like the tortoise, taking the time to get things done right, moving at a steady and consistent pace. Here at The Orbit, we strive to be more like the tortoise. We pride ourselves in being accurate with what we do rather than just being first. Because sometimes, Good enough is not good enough. We now join another guest here on Giving Voice, where inclusion echoes. You're listening to WMCO. 
I'm now here with Chaplain Derek, and we are going to get an ally perspective as to why we think Black History Month is important. So whenever you want to start, just anything you want to say about why Black History Month is important for people of all cultures, not just the Black Student Union on the campus of Muskegon University, but just in general. Absolutely. Thanks, Kaylin. So first of all, my role as chaplain at the university here, I see myself as a resource. And, and that resource takes many shapes and forms, including the religious and spiritual resource for folks, but it's also connecting people with other people and providing a support network. Black History Month is vital in our world uh, because it, it, it points to the uniqueness of all of our experiences. Um, America, you know, tradition, we call ourselves the melting pot. That language is not such in use anymore. It's more like gumbo, which right. I like much better because it, it lifts up the fact that within gumbo, you have all these differences. And so, so for Black History Month, it's specifically lifting up a, a small percentage a population of America of, of, of blacks is what, 13%, I think, nationally. That's what it traditionally has been probably in that realm. So one in nine um, Americans. So that's that's a lot of folks don't know the history, don't know the experiences, right? And and the background of that lived experience by by Black Americans um, dates back, you know, many many centuries uh, of including slavery, um, the Civil Rights era, uh, many ways that they they have been purposefully marginalized by parts of society, mm-hmm. and the lived experience is vastly different for those of us who are um, not people of color. And, and so to learn from, from others, from, to learn from their experience, to learn about them. Um, as a person of faith, uh, I, I believe that we are all created in the image of God. So we should always be looking for the divine in everyone we meet. Right. And so it's important when you meet someone who is different from you, whether they look different from you, their, their upbringing was different, that you learn about them. And, and so while saying all that, it's also important not to stereotype of, ah, well, here's the experience of all blacks, because that's not true either. Definitely. But but there is a, a, a storyline, a lived experience that they have that we are enriched by knowing and, and helping us look at how we live and how we treat everyone around us. Uh, when we When we take the time to learn about someone um, that is different from us, which means basically everybody, right, in mm-hmm. reality, right. then we are made, our lives are made richer because we are able to learn more about, uh, you're able to make a personal connection. Um, you learn, you're able to, to re-examine, well, how do I live? How is that different than what I grew up? Oh, wow, they experienced that. You will find shared connections. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of uniting. Uh, but it's also just, a, a, again, a historical glimpse too in how the world has changed. And, and I will make the claim that, that we are much better as a country, society now than we were 10, 20, 50, 100, 200, 300 years ago. Yeah, for sure. But we still have a lot, a long way to go to continue to um, achieve Dr. King's dream. You know, I have a dream that that all will will have a chance and 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 not be judged by their skin. I also want to say I don't I don't when someone says I don't see color, I don't like that because we do see color and that's part of what makes us different. So mm-hmm. so it's not like ignoring it. It's saying hey, I would like to get to know you more and learn more about your story. And, and that's how, when we talk about all those things, those where there have been past injustices, we can claim them and say, okay, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we don't do that again. How do we live? How do we make the world a better place? How do we make it a more welcoming place? And so for our, our campus community here, um, which is predominantly white, mm-hmm. 
the most of our students of color are coming from further away. So um, they are effectively strangers in our land, meaning that they've, they've traveled distances, their support network is further away. And, and so I want to lift them up and celebrate them and walk with them to know that they are loved and that they are a vital part of this community and, and that, that we have a lot to learn from them and that we have a lot to learn together. So that's, that's a big sense of where I am in this month and why it's important to, to, to learn. Um, and I, that's, that's, I think we should be learning every day, and this is a great opportunity. I was just about to say that. I feel like everything you just said isn't only implied to happen during Black History Month. Everything you just said can be applied every single month, every single day, all the time. And you also referred, Dr. King, referred to Dr. King earlier. So something I asked Tiasia and Corey earlier was, an icon or maybe an unsung hero or even a friend that they look up to. Do you have anyone in your life who relates to Black History Month? Wow. Um, so uh, a little background about me. Uh, my family, both sides of my family are actually from the Deep South. My, my mom grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. My dad was from Biloxi, Mississippi. But, but generationally, we were Mississippi, Louisiana, um, Tennessee folk. I actually grew up in Virginia, which is technically South, but is more moderate than right. some of those other areas. Uh, my grandfather, I'm not going to name which one, um, <laughs> was... Um, um, you, depending on what, what uh, system you're looking at, you could look at him and say the things that he said, boy, he sounded like a racist because he would make comments that you would just listen. To, I can't believe he's saying that. And I don't I don't want to necessarily name them here because I'm not trying to point to the negative side. But he also served on the board of Dillard University, which was an all black college and worked very hard to get internship job opportunities for graduates of that school for students at that school and so there's this duality of how we on the one hand put down a person a group by the way they look or act Mm -hmm. but the other hand help build them up and and that's i kind of look at him um i mean he's my grandfather so i loved him and on the one hand I, i can say wow i really struggle with this aspect of him on the other hand i can say but my gosh look at the good he did at the same time and and i think that's challenges we have with heroes or idols and dr king is a great example because he did so much good uh and had such an impact on the world but in some ways he was also had his flaws Mm -hmm. um even if you go biblically king david who was the best king uh, the best ruler in the bible he had some major flaws too we could talk about and and it's recognizing that when we have people who are important in our lives that we can't worship them that we look at them and say, look at that. How can I build on what they're doing? How can I lift up the good? And how can I acknowledge that, yeah, that part's not good. I don't want to repeat that. I don't want mm-hmm. to make, I don't want to continue that. So I'm kind of not completely answering your question. No, um, yeah. But, it, but it's, it's um, and, and part of that's just because there are so many people, I, I will name, um, as I think about it, there was, there was one, um, a friend of the family um, who was a doctor, um, the doctor doesn't matter, he was just a nice guy, uh, who actually died probably in his 40s of, of leukemia, I think, but uh, was just the nicest person in the world and was supportive and encouraging. And, and I can just remember any time I had a conversation with him as a, as a youth and just how, how uplifting it was to be around him. And just, I think that's part of something that drives me in wanting to walk alongside and get to know people and support them and encourage them and nurture them in their life journey. Not to tell them what to do, but to help them figure out who they are and who they're becoming. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, uh, that's probably the best one I can come up with right now. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And going off of you just saying, figuring out who you're becoming, I feel like a huge part of that is knowing the community around you. So 
We also talked with Tiaja and Corey earlier about how the Black Student Union isn't only for black students. It's for students of color. It's for just allies in general. So just kind of wrapping up here, what would you say to an ally about encouraging them to go to these meetings? I, I encourage them. Absolutely, I encourage them. And go with the idea of you're there to learn, you're there to walk alongside, and to, to listen, to listen and, and get to know them and to learn their stories. Um, and don't presume anything, um, good or bad. Just just go in and, and be present. Um, that's, I think, so often, um, historically, many groups have done this in the attempt to do good have gone in with notions of like, ah, I know what you need. I'm going to come and we're going to mm. do this for you. Right. Um, that's, that's kind of the traditional church mission trip. We're going to go down and we're going to build the structure for you. That personal relationship is huge because when we tear down those walls, when we get to know people and you, you don't other a group because they are different than you, mm-hmm. um, you learn their story and, and you have a connection. And the more personal connections you have, the more you, you learn and grow and your experience is enriched. And then you are able to be a better ally because the next time when you're around a different group and they start saying something about that group that you've been present to and you're like, well, well actually, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you my experience. But you have to be willing to listen and engage and, and be vulnerable to, to, to say, you For know, sure. uh, ask questions and know that sometimes you're going to get looks because, because you may ask a question out of ignorance, not realizing it's a question of ignorance, mm-hmm. right? But just because you don't know. And, and likewise, um, if you are asked a question that you're like, I can't believe that, you say, well, okay, let me think about it. This was asked in good faith. So how do we have a conversation to, to say, how, how do we reach a point where... This is a good thing we can talk about. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for helping me see that that way. It just had not occurred to me because mm-hmm. we're all really ultimately very self-focused. And so we right. know we know our own existence and we see our own way. And so sometimes when you meet someone who's so different and you ask a question based on your perspective and then they answer it and you go, oh, my gosh, I see why that was just an awful question to ask. Yeah. Or I can see how that would be an offensive question to ask. Mm-hmm. And and But again, saying thank you, I appreciate. Um, and and I'm, I'm sorry if I was offensive. I'm just trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it is it is a way of, of expanding your worldview. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it heavily. And after this break, we'll be back with Tiaja and Corey again. You're listening to WMCO The Orbit. After this final break, we will come back and learn more about what events this organization has going on and where you can see them on campus. This is Giving Voice on The Orbit. Where can I find information about local news and events? Well, I'm glad you asked. Tune in at 50 after the hour for your local community calendar brought to you by Orbit Media. For the full community calendar list of events or to submit an event, check out our website at orbitmediaonline.com. This is WMCO Radio for you. Now on Giving Voice, we will learn more about what events this organization has going on and where you can see them on campus. This is Giving Voice. Compared to last year, the Black Student Union is doing a lot more to celebrate Black History Month, and I know you guys have various events going on, so whoever wants to start, just kind of tell me what's going on for Black History Month. I think first I would like to talk about our all-month-long goose chase event. 
the goose chase is like a virtual scavenger hunt that will last for all of black history month you just download the app and join our chase to start completing tasks and earning points to possibly be one of our top three scores. The join code is EDVLBM, and that will also all be on our Instagram. And our first official event to kick off the month is our Brown Sugar Brunch. This is a brunch catered by Kennedy's Bakery. It will include chocolate-covered strawberries, danishes, donuts, muffins, all types of sweets like that. Another uh, another thing we will have going on, we have uh, BSU and, and FAD will be hosting a Mardi Gras event. Um, it's a masquerade carnival night uh, that includes cake eating contests, musical chairs, tarot card reading, and there will be a gambleist poker all night. We also will have a, a section where we will take pictures and you can have um, masks. Um, the prizes will be uh, Tasma Uggs. Uh, you can win, also win a Stanley Cup. Cool. We'll also be doing a hair store trip. We try to do these monthly. The information will be on our Instagram again. And on the way there, we'll be talking about the importance of Black History Month and a little bit of hair pride. So tell me about this hair store trip. Like, what's the purpose of it? The purpose is just to give, you know, black students an opportunity to find hair products for our hair types because there is no hair store anywhere near us. We have mm-hmm. to go all the way out to Whitehall. It's a pretty big hair store. It's nice. Right. But it is a little hour drive. Um, then we have a uh, late night bowling uh, in Zanesville. We'll be on the late side of things, but it should be a fun experience just for everybody to get out and uh, be able to mingle and connect. And there, there is 20 spots though. So make sure you get, make sure you get your spot. We are also partnering with SAC uh, during the women's basketball halftime. Uh, it's going to be a pretty fun event, so you guys should come out and support that. Again, if you didn't hear um, Tasia earlier, all this information will be on the Black Student Union Instagram, which is the dot .bsu.mu. Dot and the last event that we'll be talking about is our family feud hosted with intramurals. I'm very excited about this event because we're going to have a couple Steve Harveys there. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That's <laughs> exciting. So, Corey, tell me which event you're super, super hyped for this month. Uh, probably the Family Feud. The Family Feud is <laughs> going to be really fun. We already had kind of like a mock Family yeah, Feud. Totally. Uh, and it was just, it was super fun. So, right. Steve will be there. My event that I'm most excited for is the Brown Sugar Brunch. I've been planning this event probably the longest, and I'm just really excited about the catering and for everyone to, you know, just have some good food and enjoy themselves. Yeah, that, those all sound like really great events. Um, I know, Tiaja, you and I were talking before this. This is kind of your big moment as president, really planning the whole month. So it sounds like you have planned a lot of really fun things. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I was kind of thrown into the role, so I didn't have as much experience with planning events. But now I feel like I really have my feet in the ground. Yeah, totally. And again, um, I'm just going to give you guys another personal plug. The Black Student Union Instagram is the.bsu.mu. I feel like Black History Month is something that's really important that everyone can learn about, whether they're a member of your organization or not. So thank you so much yep. for inviting us. Yep, thank yeah, you. Of course. Thank you for listening to Giving Voice on WMCO. Giving Voice is hosted by Kaylin Shalosky as a platform for clubs and organizations on Muskingum's campus to have a place to be recognized and heard. Giving Voice, where inclusion echoes.